everyone, and welcome to the As I Amber podcast. I'm Amber, and I love to talk about music, travel, society, and pop culture. On today's episode, I have a special guest with me, my friend Raquel. Say hey. Hey, welcome back again. It's me. Yes. Do you remember? And I'm a, this is a throwback because this is a throwback episode. We're going to talk about Versus, the BET Awards, and some other pop culture shenanigans. By the way, my name is Amber and I'm popular. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely you know, remember that. If you know where that's from, we're friends. If, for those of you who don't know, it was Amanda Bynes had a sketch on Nickelodeon. She had her own show. And uh, the Amanda show and the, the girls' room was like the click of girls sitting in the bathroom just talking crazy and everything. So that's where we get that from. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so speaking of throwbacks and in between and everything, so much has happened this weekend in throwback culture. Girl, <laughs> so much. So much. So starting off, I don't know if you all know this, Britney Spears. Um, she has a conservatorship, which is like a a hold on your personal freedoms and well-being. Due to her 2007 breakdown, her dad has control of her body, her her money, everything. It's a lot. You can Google it, I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure you've seen the free Britney hashtag on social media. But this girl has been through a lot and it just reminded me of all the child stars that we kind of watched growing up and how some of them did not have the best upbringing, you know? At all. Did not. And some that did still turned out to be like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I remember that song, um, Lucky by Britney Spears. And, you know, you you just start humming little songs around because you're eight or nine or however old. And I realized, oh, my God, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. She's talking about herself. And if you remember the song, it was like, she's so lucky. She's a star. But she right. cries, cries, cries. And we're up there singing it like, la, la, da, da, Right. Da, we just da. think it's the cutest thing. <laughs> she up here crying. Please help me. She's like, <laughs> she's like, help somebody. So, right. you know, it just makes me wonder, like, the things that we watched at a younger age, the impact it had on us as an adult. And speaking of younger ages, uh, we can segue into talking about the versus battle, which was originally supposed to be Bow Wow and Romeo, but it was changed to Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. And for some reason, Romeo came on too. Right. (laughs) Right. I don't know how that even worked out. And like Bow Wow had all the special guests lined up and ready to fire off. And it was just so much (laughs) to watch. It was pure entertainment. It just Honestly. reminded me of a simpler time. But Soldier Boy, what's he he played the same song, She Make It Clap, three times. I was like, sir, yeah. we you you just you just played that. Are you is everything okay? And I was <laughs> laughing so hard at Bao because he was like, he kept playing other songs that I guess he made beats to or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Bao was like, okay, where's your verse? Like, what are you doing? What, mm-hmm. where's your verse did you I mean did you even rap on this and he was like I produced that I made the beat I made the beat we were just like baby please just yes. just end it, just end and, it. From, and from a cultural perspective I'll say this 
marketing wise, Soldier Boy won because he, when he came out, this was like the rise of YouTube and videos before right. TikTok and all right. that. And everybody started doing a little crank that Soldier Boy dance and all those different dances that came out at that time. But Bow Wow, he had hit after hit after hit from our middle school era. Girl, yeah. yes. <laughs> he had the original Harlem Shake, not that Harlem Shake that was like two, 2000. 12 like right was trying to do and I was like that's not that's not the Harlem Shake that Bow Wow and Romeo were doing what are y'all doing <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not it <laughs> right and like Bow literally hit after hit because you could sing along to all the like you knew all the songs and Soldier right. was just like baby you, don't you. right <laughs> like how many times we old now we can't crank that no more so like how many times do you want us to do this I have a theory about child stars. I think sometimes people are stuck in that age bracket that they became famous. So it's Girl. like, y'all are 30 and up. I'm like, oh, wow, we're getting older. Not saying that like 30 is old, but it's like, okay, how have you evolved? Right. And, and it's, <laughs> this it has a lot to do with their circle too, because if the circle is like, well, this was hot and this what got us some money, they're going to like keep pushing that agenda and you're never really growing mm-hmm. and you're kind of living in the glory days. I'm just like, well, you're still stuck at 15, 16. We grown now. And right. like, <laughs> so right. that's, I mean, it was cool for what it was. My actual like timeless tracks. I'm I'm trying to sing let me hold you. Like I'm I'm not crank that right now. <laughs> right. But. We are we got and speaking of crank that and all this, did you see Megan Thee Stallion at the BT Awards? Child. Okay, so let me see. So let me see. Let me see. So I was I I forgot the BT Awards was coming on on mm-hmm. Sunday, first of all. Mm-hmm. And while I was out, I saw the ad for it. I was like, okay, let me get home and watch it. So I was talking to my mom and I was like, hey. Uh, I'm going to go to another room in a second because the BET Awards coming on. She was like, oh, we can watch it together. I was like, nah, <laughs> sis. We good. We watch it together. And my sister was there. She started laughing. I was like, nah, we, we, I'm going to just watch it in another room. She was like, it's okay. It's okay. So 7.59, come on. She turned the channel. I was like, oh, God, it's going to be in for it. So <laughs> we watching all the stars. Baby Megan come out there. I was like, okay, she's not as naked as I thought. Okay, she might do good. She might do good. And she did pretty okay. She was like shaking too bad until halfway through the song and she dropped. But my mom's face was so stuck. I was like, oh, I can't watch this in oh peace. My God. Yes. I don't know if it's because our generation is kind of desensitized because we saw a whole lot on award shows growing up. Girl. So we saw everything from the, you know, the infamous Janet Justin Super Bowl incident to Britney and Madonna. And it was just, we grew up seeing a whole lot at a young age on television. And this even is if your parents, true. even if your parents didn't allow you to watch that, for some reason you still saw it or heard about it the next day. Like this, this is very <laughs> true. This is extremely true because we saw like we come VMA. You're right, the VMAs, all the BT awards, source awards. <laughs> like we done seen all of this. We seen this too point. much. So we seen too like, much. It's just like a regular day for us. Meanwhile, right. people of it, other generations are like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, BT, let's not forget y'all had a whole segment late at night after the gospel. Hello. Hello. Called BT Uncut, where people are literally having like credit cards being swiped on their butt and whatnot. This this is what I'm saying. Like, this is the era we grew up in. (laughs) 
And like, <laughs> I was like, what? Because, okay, because Jasmine getting ready to come out. And so I'm screaming because I'm a Jazz Sullivan fan. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it changed. And I saw my Ari walking out. I went to hot. And then I uh-huh. stopped because my sister just looked at me. And my mom and dad were still sitting there. And I was like, oh, God, okay. mom tried to keep watching it we were all like stop pause it and she was like what's wrong guys was like she finna say some stuff you're gonna be caught off guard don't be alarmed i mean they're gonna say it but just the words don't don't and she was like i mean is it just cussing is it cussing or something like i don't i don't understand we're like ma just don't worry about it okay (laughs) just know and my dad was like they're not cussing but it's not going to be appropriate is what they're trying to sell you it was like please just yeah it's it's like I loved how Jasmine had uh, Senator Maxine reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. Right, right. And then this, it transitioned into the song, and like her and Ari, they sound like a choir when they Girl. sing together. And you can tell, you can tell who grew up in church or in a chorus or in a choir just based off the notes that come out of their mouth. Because a lot of exactly this, a lot of this lack of talent that I saw last night. Annie, I'm not shading other people, but there's not there's not like a presence anymore. And yeah. Jasmine and Ari have that. And everybody they don't do. have that. I saw the pre-show and it made me feel ancient. Um before the <laughs> before See. the BT Awards came on, it was like a pre-show with all the like the TikTok songs. She's a runner, she's a jack song. No, Jesus okay. Christ. Sir, why are you out of breath? when you have a backing track and you're not even dancing. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, what are you tired for? You just walked out and just held the mic the wrong way. It's it's just like a lot of artist development type of stuff that is not happening. Um, what's the other chick name? Coley Ray? Cole, I don't even know. I was just like, somebody get the babysitter because I'm done. <laughs> you know what? I'm sick and tired. But <laughs> one thing, I, one thing I was so glad was mm-hmm. album. Um, Jasmine getting her award. The year was it album of the year. She got yeah. Because when they were going down by that point, Megan had won two awards, mm-hmm. and I was like, they better not give her album of the year because everybody know. They was bumping hotels like the whole last six mm-hmm. months. I went here. So when right. she finally got her due, I was like, yes, thank you. It is deserved. Perfect. And she brought her mom up there who was Girl. a breast cancer survivor. I thought it was so sweet. And just like a mom, her mom was fixing her dress and everything. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I would also like to point out that Jasmine was fully clothed. And yes. she like it was cute for and for her performance outfit and for her red carpet and actual like attire or whatever. She was fully clothed the entire time. And it was like <laughs> cute. It was it like, was cute. It was perfect for her. And I'm just saying, like, I didn't know if there was a theme for the night. Cause at one point people used to dress up for the BET Awards. Now Girl. it's just like whatever. Um <laughs> just like they just show up. And it, I don't know if it's just our musical taste is changing over the years. We're getting older. I don't know what it is. But at one point, the, the BET Awards, the whole purpose of it was because this was to represent artists that didn't get mainstream spotlight all the time. So yeah. it was like, the you know, the Black Oscars for music or whatnot. But 
the whole state of the world and the music industry has changed and with that things evolve so speaking of evolution like we were talking about this i think the last episode a lot of artists they're making songs for tiktok right you know and i don't know if you've heard about the tiktok black creator strike a lot of the black girls or black creators on tiktok have um stopped posting things because a lot of times people who were not black were stealing their dance moves acting like they created it and the people who were not black were getting like multi-million and thousand dollar deals and they stole the music or the you know the dance moves from like kids who made it up in their bedroom and one of those girls was she created the renegade dance um, you can Google it, YouTube it. There's right, an article right, about right. her. She was like 15 years old, but everybody was doing that dance, especially 2020 quarantine, and she was not getting credited for it. And, you know, that's why we have the BET Awards and different shows like that, so that those kids or, you know, those artists can get the credit because, the, like Taraji was saying, we influence so many different genres, and especially the artist, her, when she was talking about um, she was performing at a country award show and how different it is from R&B. But she was like, there would be no country without R&B and blues, you know? Right. Very true. So I think that if people knew like the background of stuff, it would be like, oh, light bulb moment, you know? I would also like to point out the fact that her is only 24 as of this past weekend. She is 20 and four. That is it. That there's yes. there's nothing else. Like she's not 28. She's not 30. She's 24. And I'm just like, okay, this girl right. just she's released an album. What? This girl just released an album. Just released an album on Friday. She's been putting out EPs and singles for the last, what, five years? Right. And I was like, why did it take so long for her album to come out? Bruh. Like, and she got a Grammy already. And it's this like is what an I'm Oscar. Saying. And you're 24 years old and you play the drums, you sing, you play the piano, you probably play the bass guitar. Yeah. She she, she does it all. She came out the ceiling playing drums. Like, who else is this doing is, that? Like, what? <laughs> what am I doing with my life? And if she is 24, just turning 24, mm-hmm. with a Grammy, an Oscar, and how many other awards and like sold out tours? Like, what is going on right now? Right. It's she's talented and I'm glad that she won something. Speaking of talent, I was confused when they said the best group category. Because yeah. to my understanding, I thought a group meant like two or more people and you have an actual album. And I'm not hating on Bruno or Anderson because I love both of their their catalogs, their music and everything. But how are you winning as group of the year? When you just put the one song out, I was like, I didn't know there was a group. I know Silk Sonic is the name of them, the duo of them. Right. But I thought it was more deserving for Chloe and Hallie because See. they are actual group with CDs and songs. I can see your point. Uh However, I am an Anderson and Bruno fanatic. Uh So I wanted them to have that. But you are right. They (laughs) they do not even have an album out yet. So they do need to produce that album and like release it quickly because they playing with us at this point. Because they know. (laughs) 
Yeah, they know the single is yeah. running crazy, they so they're know. not in a hurry. Right. If somebody said they're tired of them leaving the door open, they're going to yes! shut the door if they don't get the album soon. And I cried laughing when I read that online. Because they're playing <laughs> with us. Like, they be on Twitter laughing for real. They be like, we, we may not even release the album the way y'all running this. No, we are tired. We've been singing it for six months. Like, run <laughs> leave the door album. open. Run the yes. album. And um, I also saw, you know, Migos came out with a Culture 3 album right. and they were performers on the BT Awards and they, they gave us a little lean with it, rock with it, like the first 20 seconds of whatever song they're performing. Straightening. Yeah. They're straightening. They're straightening. Straightening. <laughs> yeah. And then Cardi came out and her belly was out and I was just like, wait a minute. I was like, Girl. let me look again. And she that's her pregnancy announcement at the BT Awards, her performance with her belly out. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you what happened. So uh-huh. I'm I'm a Twitter fanatic at this point. Uh-huh. So the I was scrolling Twitter the moment it happened because I was tweeting like I know there ain't no belly, but the moment I opened up Twitter, her team had just released her pregnancy maternity photo. Oh, so wow. they released they released Marketing. it girl what <laughs> they released it the same time she like got on the stage i said her team is unstoppable because i went on instagram it was at the same time they released it within 20 minutes she already had three million likes because right. it went completely viral because everybody was just like she it's a whole baby in there like what are we talking about right yeah. now and sis was getting down like what her knees, her neck got like vibranium knees. <laughs> Girl, don't even get me started because I'm sick and tired. But then I like, sis, you have a whole baby and you dropping it like it's hot. We see how you got the baby, but I'm just saying the baby Hello. gonna come out <laughs> like you. And so it. later on, of course, a couple minutes later, Megan and Wop, um, mm-hmm. whatever award. And mm-hmm. on Cardi's story on Instagram, she was like, y'all, I did too much on stage. I couldn't go out. That's why I ain't gonna get the award. But oh, thanks. Lord. Congratulations. But she was she was tired in her dressing room. I'm like, girl. I think she forgot she was carrying a whole human. <laughs> you dropping it on stage with a whole belly. Yes, she was tired. Yes. So sis gotta slow down a little bit, you know. I'm trying to tell you. She worked her whole pregnancy, I think, when she was pregnant last time. She was at, like, Coachella's working. I was like, sis, it's okay. And you, so, can, you can relax. Twitter, right. And so Twitter was laughing, too. And I have, I was tickled. Because mm-hmm. they were at the Grammys, of course, they performed WAP, her and Megan. Mm-hmm. It was like, you mean to tell me Megan was throwing her around that stage like that and she was pregnant? <laughs> I was like, ooh, geez, we didn't even think about that. Oh my God. Yeah. Not that you mention it. No, she was and thrown around the stage. She was. She was not. Oh my God. I wonder if she knew then. Probably you know, because some people find out later. Oh no. But speaking, we, we can't talk about the BT Awards without mentioning it's time for the Tarculator, City Girls, Child. and um, <laughs> Taraji. I don't know if it was a part of the joke. But she was talking about the origins of twerking in Africa and Harlem Renaissance and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. when she was pointing on the map, she pointed to uh, South America. You know what? And I, said, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, is this part of the joke? Is she playing it off? I know Taraji is smart. I am not. I'm not knocking that. But I thought that was weird. Like, what? Well, I got her pointing to something that's not Africa. Right. Child. and I honestly 
when mm-hmm. Twerk a Letter came out, I was like, I'm not crazy about this song for real. It was just, I don't know. It didn't really yeah. do it for me. Maybe the hype or more than I thought the song was actually going to be, but mm-hmm. I do think is. that TikTok and social media can make you tired of a song. Like you hear it so many times Very true. and the song hadn't even officially been out a good three months and everybody's tired of it or everybody loves it. It was going to be the song of the summer, but I think when you like tracks get leaked or whatnot, yeah. it can become frustrating. Very true. And we can't talk about this Lil Nas X. Um, <laughs> see, this is the thing, and it and it's and it's just like I said, we are a different generation. Right. We grew up watching the VMAs and the Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff, or hearing about it at least. And I liked his "Remember the Time" tribute, the Egypt. And I think people are outraged when they see him kiss another guy. But I'm like, he's gay. What do you all expect for him to kiss a girl? But I also see it's like if you're going to pick and choose what you're going to be outraged about, let's let's talk about the baby and uh, all the other people that were half naked or whatnot on the stage. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Like people pick and choose what's more outrageous than the other. Because I think, mm -hmm. I can't remember which one it was or which rapper it was that came out. um, And his girls were like dancing. They they bouncing it. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I mean, if we're going to talk about one, we got to talk about it all. Right. Um, He has shock value and he knows how to get people talking about him. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Right. That's that's where you exactly can leave it because, yeah. Artistic and it's it's a debate between is it what is considered vulgar? What is considered artistic expression? What is considered a marketing ploy? You know, it's it's a lot. And And because the media mm -hmm. has blurred all the lines, though. So... Mm -hmm. Is that's a whole different topic in itself, but the mm-hmm. media picks and chooses what they want to get behind and what they want to ban or what they want to cancel whenever they want to do that. And it, it, it that, those are those are the moments I just log off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we can't talk about the honor of the night was Queen Latifah as well as the DMX tribute. Now, I know a couple of DMX songs, but I didn't, like, listen to him like that, you know? I'm not just saying that, you know, like, when someone passes away, everybody becomes a fan of them. Like, I knew his, I knew his music, like, you know, the Rough Riders anthem, and y'all gonna make me lose my mind, you know, stuff like right. that. Everybody knows that song, mostly. But um, I just thought the tribute was nice, and I think they they zoomed the camera in, I believe, on his family Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty touching for them to do so. And the Queen Latifah tribute, it was not all that to me. I was happy to see Lil' Kim up there, you know, and MC Light and Rhapsody. But I just, I don't know, something was off. And I can't put my finger on it. That part is where I kind of like tuned out and was like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I checked out. And I meant to go back and watch it later. But when I didn't hear any like really hoopla about it, I Maybe I don't have to go watch it later. Maybe it was right. anything to watch. 
I'm not sure if it was because the award show is like all night long because I know they're in California and True. when you're on the East Coast, it's late at night. People have work or other things to do or kind of mentally check out. Like a three and a half hour award show is a whole lot to process. Yeah. And I remember and when I was watching it, by the time 10 o'clock came, I was like, you know what? I do remember uh, BET Awards being like three and a half hours long and then like 11, <laughs> 15 at night. But of course, right. I was young then. Now I'm old and I got to work in the morning. So I can't be up <laughs> all night. Right. And I did like the fact, well, they, I did like that they let Kirk Franklin perform. Oh, that was and very nice. That was nice. He did his performance. He was hype. He had more energy than some of the 20 somethings. Hello. Like, I was like, go off, Kirk, especially with the kind of year we've had with the pandemic and everything. I was glad they let a gospel song go first because we need to praise God considering Listen. all the circumstances. <laughs> and when I saw him come out first, I was like, no, we need this. We definitely need mm -hmm. this. We need something uplifting first before we do anything else because <laughs> we as a people are tired, okay? <laughs> Truth is as tired. Baby, yes. what? I said, no, we needed all the enlightening. We needed all the inspiration. Thank you very much. Because mm -hmm. before anybody does and twerk, we need to be like, <laughs> Jesus, we made it. Thank you. Yes. So I like that. And then the commercials for this year, um, oh, Procter, yes. Procter and Gamble has a widen the screen commercial series, which is like, it's really good. It just shows the different sides of the black experience and that we're not stereotypes, you know? Girl, that wore me out. That commercial <laughs> where they were like, mm -hmm. you know how this story ends type moment. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. wore me out. And we, by the time they got to the end of the commercial, my eyes were just wet. Because I'm like, what? Yes, I recommend it, you all YouTubing it. It's called Widen please, the Screens. Please watch just, it. Just watch it. Look up the hashtag and you'll see what we're talking about. Like, you didn't know if you were supposed to cry or hug right. somebody. <laughs> it was just a really good commercial that was eye opening. And I hope that other people on other networks start playing it because I get tired of certain commercials like Geico or Emu, Limu, or whatever. <laughs> and then I don't like the fact that. I mean, I know I know why they do it, mm -hmm. but there's all the good black commercials are only on black channels. I'm like, why can these not right. be on TBS or TNT? Like, I don't I don't get that. Or on the streaming commercials, like when you're right. watching Hulu and stuff like, yeah, it's a strategic thing. It's like y'all have good commercials. You just pick and choose what y'all want to play that on. But that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't even get into that all that right now. But you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes, most definitely. So, you know, we've been talking about 25 minutes. So we've given y'all a recap of Versus, the BET Awards, uh -huh. Britney Spears and these childhood stars. And, you know, it was just like lighthearted sometimes to talk about entertainment because we have so much going on in our world that right. um, it's just a breath of fresh air sometimes. We don't want to be bombarded with negativity all the time on the news. Not knocking, not saying that you shouldn't be informed. But um, yeah, what do you, you have anything else to say or add? No, but people just, you know, monitor <laughs> what you're taking in. That's all I got to mm -hmm. say about it. And right. Yeah, that's it. We're bombarded <laughs> with so many different things. That is an excellent point, girl. Like, Take a break, 
take a breather, log out. Sometimes. Log out. Log out. <laughs> it's okay. Give your eyes a break. Speaking of uh, taking in things, I know there's a battle. You know, we're not talking about verses, but a battle of the sexes. Can you talk about that yes. coming up? Yes. So, battle of the sexes five is happening July 10th um, at 5 p.m. here in Columbus, Georgia. Um, it is a communication forum. It is really like a debate between genders. Um, the room is split <laughs> in half. So it's guys on one side, ladies on the other. Mm-hmm. Dive into the communication barriers that we handle and deal with in our relationships and our friendships, situationships, all the ships. So, right. So we got a couple of topics that we need to dish out and talk about, especially within this last year. And we haven't had, you know, dating's been a little bit different. With some things we need to kind of hash out. We are mm-hmm. definitely looking forward to that. Um, tickets are for sale right now. Um, tickets will not be sold at the door, so you got to get them early. And we are just excited to have some good conversation, good adult conversation. Leave your babies at the house, get your babysitter, come be grown yeah, for a couple of hours. Be? How old do you have to be? Prefer, prefer like 21. Um, mm-hmm. But at least 18 is the absolute minimum because we are definitely having some adult conversations. <laughs> Yes, I can't wait. And um, also, where can people purchase a ticket if they don't know? So if you go to Eventbrite, all you have to do is type in Battle um, and Columbus, Georgia, as far as the city, it'll come right up for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll have big old blue and pink letters, Battle of the Sexes. Go ahead and purchase your ticket. You can either purchase an in-person ticket or a virtual and you can just stream from where you are. So anyone listening can go by. Even if you're not in town, you can do virtual option. That's cool. And how much are tickets? So the in-person tickets are $8. So it's less than Chick-fil-A. And <laughs> then the $5 tickets are for virtual. Um, so it's not expensive at all. If you, Some people have bought two just in case, or bought the virtual and in-person just in case. So they won't be at one or the other. Um, mm-hmm. But it's available. Sales will end um, July 9th at midnight. So you have this week and a little bit of next week to go ahead and get your tickets early. And when vendors, so you can shop, we'll have food, uh, all kind of snacks and ways. So it's plenty of fun, um, just a good time, a good outing. You can bring your friends, you can bring your relationship or your partner with you. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a good time to hang out. Awesome, awesome. And shout out to Raquel because, you know, recently she has a business in graphic design. Yes. And one of her designs is on a billboard in the city of Columbus. I'm so proud. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's very exciting. Yes. It's very exciting to see your friends, you know, things that they prayed about, cried about, worked hard for, come to fruition. Yeah, girl. And it's just an awesome thing. So thank you all for listening to the As I Amber podcast. You know where to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at As I Amber. Leave a comment or a review in the iTunes store, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.